0: Hey everybody, Max Kim here, it's a Little Kitty Podcast, it's not too long. Oh, Jesus, as great Bill Burr says, you know, oh, Jesus, so I get home from the uh, comedy last night, find a note on my door, it says, uh, it says, I need your help, it's a note from mommy, it says, I need your help tomorrow on the food truck, and we're leaving at 7.30 in the morning, thanks, love mommy. So... You know, I uh, got up at 7.30 this morning, uh, helped my mom on the food truck, and I finally got home. Now it's uh, 5.30, so that was about a 10-hour day. Uh, you know, we made uh, we made $200 profit after, after uh, you know, taxes, dividends, payments, all that stuff, you know. Uh, we made $200 in 10 hours. That's 20 bucks an hour for the two of us, so we each made uh, $10 an hour. Pretty good. Almost minimum wage here in California. You know, I've told my mom, uh, she should probably uh, maybe just start teaching online for 15 bucks an hour. And she says, oh no, that's not enough money. And, uh, you know, uh, today we made 10 bucks an hour, so that was pretty good. That was awesome. That was, you know. And working on a food truck is awesome, dude. It's fucking great, dude. You're standing in the truck. It smells like a goddamn hamburger all day. It's fucking awesome, bro. And like everything's broken, man. The espresso machine broke, the fucking truck's falling apart, man. The ovens leaking. It's just like, oh, oh, God. Why don't you just teach English on the internet for fifteen bucks an hour? You know. Oh, I don't get too much into you know my uh, my mom here, but uh, I don't know. Well, we need to find my mom a new job. You know, I don't know if you and you know, are you little cutie podcast listeners. If you got a, if you got a job, my mom could do. Uh, she's a sixty-five year old woman. She, uh, she can't lift much weight, you know? Uh, she, uh, she's good with kids. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't know. I don't know. Fucking, she'll do anything, you know? She'll give you a happy ending massage, maybe. I don't know. Gotta ask her about that one. Uh, anyway, I, uh, I went to the Irvine Improv last night, you know? I, uh, the sign-up was at, like, 7.45, so I was like, oh, I'll get there. I'll get there at like 7.30, you know, and I'll be early, you know, so I got up there, I got up there at like 7.30, and a whole bunch of comics were already there, you know, a bunch of comics to go to Carmen Bar, they were already there too, and they are all waiting, I was like, oh god damn it, you know, I'm here 15 minutes early, before the sign up, and everybody's here already, and then everybody, everybody signs up, as soon as the guy shows up, everybody signs up, I'm the last one, because I'm waiting in line, you know, I'm like the second to last one that signs up, and then the show starts at 8.30, and then no other people su- show up to sign up to the list, you know. It's like, well, why is the sign up list at seven forty five if everyone just why don't just make the sign up list at eight twenty five, like right before the show starts, you know? Because then we don't have to wait around for forty five minutes doing fucking nothing, you know. And everyone's everyone that's going to perform already showed up an hour earlier, so. Oh uh, God, you know. So anyway, it was it was kind of the same, uh, like half the same comics that go to the Carmen Bar, you know. And a couple of guys, man, they were just, like, they were sitting in the audience, but they were they are playing on their phones the whole time, and, like, talking and laughing themselves when their comedians were performing. It's so fucking rude, man. I wanted to go up to them and just be like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you, are you, do you not care at all about comedy? It's like, just show a fucking, a little tiny bit of respect, you know? Don't be having a conversation talking on your phone when someone, you're a performer, you're a comic? How about I do that during your set? I don't want you fucking complaining about the audience not paying attention when you don't even show respect to the other comedians. You know, that's what I kind of want to say to some of these guys. It's like, God damn. It's sort of amazing to me that, like, the, uh, the English, English comedy scene in Tokyo, Japan, the comedians are not only fucking much better, but, uh, they're all just much more respectful to each other and just just amazing I don't know maybe it's just this American culture like Orange County culture you know everyone in Orange County is just like dude I'm fucking sick bro I'm in fucking Orange County dude dude I got my Volcom sweater on bro I got my fucking not Nikes what do they wear my fucking my fucking Vans shoes dude I got my Volcom I got my tap out sweatshirt too dude I got my fucking you know all these fucking guys. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I went up. I, I was pretty much the only... was Actually, I was one of the only two comedians that actually wrote some jokes. The first guy that went up there, he just did a bunch of voices. He did a bunch of cartoon voices with no jokes. He was just doing... He did 50 voices. 50 cartoon voices. Impressions. From, like, popular cartoons like Scooby-Doo. And it's like, well, that's not... I don't know why... You would do that? That's not a joke. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah, that's that's cool. You can do that, but I don't know. Maybe tell some jokes in the voices. You know, maybe that'd be. This is supposed to be comedy. You know, I don't know. This isn't a this isn't a voice acting audition. You know, there was no one in the audience. This is a, a stand up comedy show. You know, some people get confused. You know, there was also this lady that was that had like this box with like Jeopardy questions. And uh, she was asking questions about segregation, because apparently there was this, uh, everyone knows Brown versus Board of Education, right? That's what ended segregation in America, but but uh, before that, there was, like, Westminster versus Board of Education or whatever in California, which ended segregation in California only. It would happened, like, seven years earlier. And so she was educating us about that, you know? Oh, I guess it's because of Black History Month. I'm, I'm guessing that's why she was doing it. I mean, this lady wasn't even black, you know? She was, like, from, she was, like, Persian or something, you know? It was like Middle Eastern. And her whole thing was just like, ask. she'd go up there and she'd just like, okay, what's the correct answer? And then she'd read the question, like four four possible questions, and then someone in the audience would answer and she'd like throw them a little prize for the box. And I was just watching it. I was like, what, what is this? Why would, you, why would you do that here? This is a stand-up comedy. I don't know. This isn't, uh, she wasn't trying to be meta. She was being serious, you know? I don't know. Maybe she just wanted, some, you know, she just wanted someone to talk to, and she figured this is the only place she could get an audience. But there was uh, no audience. It was there was only one audience member, and then all the other comedians. And anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, pretty much no one actually told any like jokes, you know, pu- uh, premise set of punchline, except for me and uh, one other guy who. Want to you know see the thing is uh, I was planning on I was planning on signing up earlier then going to Carmen Bar, but then I was last, so like. I didn't go up till, like, 10 o'clock, and then, so I just, I was like, ah, fuck it, I won't go to the Carmen Bar tonight, you know, so even after I performed, there was still, like, four more comedians after me, and so I stayed to watch their set, and then the last guy up there, he actually, he actually told some jokes, actual set-up punchline jokes, and he, he had, he drove, like, 30 minutes to get here, (laughs) and, like, yeah, the, the whole audience when he was performing was just these two drunk guys and these two other comedians, and, like, Halfway through his set, the drunk guy stopped paying attention, and he's just like, ah, fuck this, I'm going home. That was a waste of a 30-minute drive, and then he just left. (laughs) Uh, Poor guy. But yeah, I mean, that's, I'd probably feel the same way, too, you know? He was the only one that actually had any written jokes down, so. Oh, that's the way it goes, you know? That's the way it goes. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it, you know? Hmm trying to think trying to think if there's anything else I don't know uh I guess that's it someone find a job for my mom and uh let's uh yeah that's another thing too is you know the guy the guy running this the Irvine Spectrum one his name's Frank and he has his own website and he doesn't even promote the show like on his own website he says he's hosting the show but it doesn't say what time it starts or anything like that these guys do no promotion at all the same thing with Carmen bar too they do they do like no promotion and none of the none of the comedians share the event on facebook or anything like that or no promotion at all and and then every comedian gets up there and they sort of complain about like how there's no audience and uh and no one's paying attention it's like well i don't know fucking why don't you try to promote the show a little bit you know even even the host even the Frank, the host guy, he doesn't promote his own show that he's running. It's like, why would you not promote it? It's your own goddamn show. What? What? What's going? Why? What's wrong with you? Why don't you promote that shit? Oh, anyway, uh, so I don't know. I guess I'll keep going back there. I really want to give these guys some advice, you know. <laughs> Uh, it's like you ever see this morbidly obese person and you just want and they're like eating a donut and drinking a Coca-Cola, like a 40 ounce Coca-Cola. And you just want to say, stop doing that. Stop drinking that fucking 40 ounce Coca-Cola. What the fuck are you doing? You know, that's kind of sometimes that's, that's a metaphor for what I want to do with some of these some of these people. But, uh, you know, that's not how you that's not even how you win friends and influence people and and win over hearts, you know. You gotta, you gotta get people to trust your opinion first. You know, I gotta win them over. I gotta win them over with my charming personality. And maybe I'll, then maybe I can give them some advice as to how to stop making such terrible decisions all the time. You know, uh, man, I wish someone would have given me advice during all the terrible decisions I made in my life. You know, like coming back to America. What the fuck was I thinking? Someone should have told me that was a terrible idea. You know. Anyway, that was a few minutes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.